like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Dustin Cahill on the line, and he's the Managing Director over at PowerPoint. Dustin, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing as Managing Director over at PowerPoint, um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how'd you get started in business and in your career? Sure. Uh, so my background is in real estate and finance, and I grew up in a small town in Kentucky, kind of a classic story of a family that didn't have much early in life. Um, so then when I was in middle school, my mother got into the uh, real estate industry, and that really changed the trajectory of the family. I got to watch her go from you know, a top-producing residential real estate agent to a owner of a, a residential real estate firm to a commercial real estate developer. So I really got extensive real estate education basically through osmosis from a young age. And I got to see firsthand some of the positive negatives of the real estate industry. So some of the, some of the disadvantages, I would say, uh, were you know, working on holidays and weekends. You know, she always had to be available uh, when other people were off. And just in general, uh, very long business hours, right? Very, it's a residential real estate was a very transactional business. You know, every month was a, a new month. Some of the advantages were very clear as well. Kind of the unlimited income earning potential, some of the large commission opportunities, uh, the ability to be an entrepreneur, kind of be your own boss. I would have to say it was when I learned about commercial real estate in a term called uh, residual income that everything kind of clicked for me. In my opinion, uh, commercial real estate had all the advantages of the residential real estate without a lot of the uh, disadvantages that I just mentioned. I would trace my interest in finance probably back to a story from high school uh, where my mother told me that she needed to drop off something at her stockbroker's office, and I decided to go in with her, and I'm glad I did. I remember taking the uh, elevator uh, to the top floor of a really nice high-rise, and the elevator door opened, and it was like a scene out of a movie uh, with uh, very big views and the uh, plush office furniture and uh, ceiling to floor, glass windows. And I remember in the elevator ride on the way down, I was asking my mom, you know, what exactly that gentleman did. And I think once she finished, you know, I realized that there was this aspect of residual income and high income potential in wealth management, uh, not to mention with a little bit closer to some of the bankers' hours. So I would say I was I was pretty uh, I was pretty hooked on finance at that point. Uh, there was um, I would say that experience played a large role in probably how I ended up being a finance major, finance and entrepreneurship major. Uh, a few years after college, I moved across the country to Southern California, uh, where I stumbled across this niche industry called wireless real estate. I absolutely fell in love uh, with this industry because I thought it was a perfect blend of finance and real estate, but it also had this kind of touch of tech slash wireless, and uh, I would say that's how my 
wireless career started. Oh wow, that's an awesome story. Um, and you know, there's so there's some younger entrepreneurs, or you know, even younger um, people that are just graduating college and they're thinking about a career. And some of them are thinking about going towards real estate uh, as a career. Um, speaking specific, I think we get a lot of talk on the um, on the uh, residential side, but I don't think we, we we pay enough attention to the commercial side. What kind of advice would you give to that um, to that new you know person that's considering a career in real estate and maybe hasn't considered the commercial side? Sure. So I'll probably start out more general and just say, uh, you know, I think it's really important to kind of uh, if you're going to head down the commercial side to just get a crystal clear vision of what exactly is that you want to accomplish and why, and then map out a detailed plan as possible. Because uh, with the commercial real estate, uh, one of the main obstacles is to just overthink it and not get started. So a couple things there, get a very good uh, plan in place, uh, get a mentor, and uh, at the end of the day, just make sure you get started. Yeah, I, lo I love that you say that. And that whole get a mentor part, I mean, because when we think commercial, I mean, when we say that, that's a very broad term. I mean, you could be doing industrial, you could be doing office space, you could be doing, I mean, I, I don't even know every different niche in commercial real estate, or in your case, um, where you ended in the, um, what you're currently doing. Actually, that's a great, um, great transition there. Let's get uh, more into what you're doing over at TowerPoint. Um, tell me more about the company, please. Sure. So our goal at TowerPoint is to become the largest private owner of wireless real estate in the United States. So that usually leads to the question, uh, what is wireless real estate? So basically it's the U.S. communication infrastructure. Uh, cell towers, uh, cell sites. Uh, cell sites are usually on existing structures such as a rooftop of a building or a water tank or maybe a grain silo. And basically what we do is we reach out to these private landlords or if it's a municipality or a faith-based organization, if they're receiving income from one of these wireless assets, uh, we look to uh, purchase the rights of the lease. It's, it's a very unique product because you know, these wireless leases are traditionally structured as month-to-month uh, -month leases. And oh, in, wow. traditional, yeah, in, tra in traditional real estate, uh, you know, my background, it's not common to be able to put significant value around a month-to-month -month lease, which at TowerPoint, you know, we can. It's also, you know, rather unique to be able to sell an individual lease from a property and continue to uh, retain ownership. So, you know, those are a few of the things that, um, you know, a lot of commercial owners are very intrigued by. Uh, there's also this concept that, uh, traditional lenders, such as banks, they don't really value these wireless leases when they're on properties because, because they are month-to-month -month and you know, they're exactly. high risk. Yeah, yeah they're considered, considered high risk by these banks. So because we've built this portfolio of these wireless assets, we can basically provide liquidity to these landlords and these site owners where it otherwise wouldn't exist. So, you know, and that's probably a, a good lead-in to, you know, there is an aspect of the business that is kind of got the feel-good nature uh, that I've always enjoyed, and that's being able to provide, uh, just say, a school with a capital to uh, retain some teachers or to keep some, to have some teachers keep their jobs during 
during cuts uh, to be able to provide a church a lump sum that funds its expansion or maybe just being able to provide that individual investor the ability to be able to uh, sell a lease off of its property that funds its next that funds the next property or investment through a 1031 exchange so those are a lot of the things that uh, we do at towerpoint what is the um what's the i'm just curious because i i didn't and by the way i i had no idea those would be on month-to-month -month leases when you said that i'm shocked i'm like wow so that means banks that means anybody else they're going to view that i mean and just i guess i don't know i don't think this is an exact analogy but let's say that you have a, a you know a, a apartment building right and and the entire building are on month-to-month -month leases it's like uh <laughs> you don't have that may not be looked at as valuable than somebody that had um, a longer lease in there depending again on what you were looking to do and if it was a rehab depends um, might be more valuable but um, had no idea there um, what's the approximate size of that market I'm just curious because I, I didn't know about the niche um. yeah, it's a great question and uh, the wireless estimated size <laughs> yeah yeah the wireless infrastructure is kind of categorized in a few different ways uh, so we kind of focus on what we refer to as kind of macro sites those are the either the larger towers that you see along the highway when you're driving down the highway mm. or the antennas um, that are on buildings. So, you know, there's some estimates that those are in the two to 300,000 of those range. Wow. I've heard some, yeah, some estimates that are higher. And then there's uh, micro sites uh, within that, that uh, that number is growing exponentially uh, by the day. And that will be kind of the infrastructure for that 5G network and everything mm -hmm. uh, that that the buzzwords that you've heard as well. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. Um, love it. What do you think the um, and I think that may be the good transition. What do you think the next trend is going to be? So is it the 5G? Is it the build out of that? What does that look like? Because I know I, I'm curious about it. And I know the listeners are too. Um, what do you think is the next kind of trend wise in your industry? Well, I would definitely say the buzzword of the uh, 5G is going to be one of the largest infrastructure projects the United States has, uh, has ever taken on, and I think it's going to be really exciting. I don't pretend to be an expert uh, in the mm -hmm. technology. As I mentioned, a little bit of my background is more on the real estate and finance, mm -hmm. uh, but I do think that it is going to be the, the gateway to be able to do a lot of the things that um, – you know, we kind of only been able to imagine uh, just a few years ago. Um, I love that. Hey, yeah, yeah. So the 5G is going to be. I don't even really want to get into um, some of the things that I've heard about because they could be a rabbit hole. But it's really exciting. <laughs> That's awesome. No, definitely. And I, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so Dustin, if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about uh, TowerPoint or to reach out, what's the best way for them to get information? Sure. Uh, feel free to contact me on LinkedIn or our website, uh, which is just www.towerpoint.com, and uh, they'll be able to get you in touch with me as well. 
Fantastic. Uh, well, hey, Dustin, really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing more about your background and real estate and all the great work that you're doing over at TowerPoint. Uh, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, share this with your friends, um, do all these great things that we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Dustin, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.